0: What's up everybody? So welcome to the ZDog MD show. The CDC has basically come out today and said what we've all been thinking for the past few weeks, meaning the people that I've had on my show, what I've been saying publicly, which is if you're vaccinated, vaccines are the end point of this pandemic. It's the way we get out of this. They work, they're effective, they're safe. You ought to be able to chill out, meaning hang out with even unvaccinated people who are lower risk in your home. Not that people aren't doing that anyways, because by all the public shaming and everything that we've done, we forced people into their houses, which is the least safe place to be from coronavirus. But the bottom line is they finally came out today and said, yeah, you know what? Uh, Actually seems like we could go ahead and uh, tell vaccinated people that they can chill with their homies, even if their homies are unvaccinated, Uh, you know, assuming that it isn't, There's not super high risk, uh, which again, begs the question, why isn't everyone just vaccinated? Well, that's the goal. So the spin up of vaccines continues. And what we're gonna see, we already have about close to 10% of the US population has been vaccinated. Like that's crazy. And what we're starting to see is, again, people are waking up to this idea that, oh, we were understandably skeptical about a vaccine that felt rushed, even though it wasn't. <clears throat> it felt like it was rushed. We don't understand mRNA technology. We don't understand the Johnson & Johnson technology. Were there fetal cells used in the Johnson & Johnson technology? And actually, even that um, was one of those things where you know I did a video on it. It's like, well, actually, even the Vatican, it says that's cool, the way that they developed that vaccine. So we're reaching a tipping point now where everything is changing. And things are going to wake up and open up no matter what the Facebook independent fact checkers say when you say something like that. My friend, Marty McCary, Dr. Marty McCary from Johns Hopkins was on the show. He'd written a Wall Street Journal editorial saying, hey, we're gonna have something close to herd immunity by the end of April between vaccination, natural infection. Facebook censored that article. A Wall Street Journal article said it was misinformation and had incorrect science in it. And it's like, no, Marty was making a projection based on the science that he has, just like Imperial College of London made a projection early on in the pandemic saying millions of Americans were gonna die, turned out to be wrong. We don't label them misinformation. The idea is that with science, you take the data you have, you keep changing your projections based on new data, you keep updating your prior assumptions. So what happened with the vaccines when they came out? Well, people are so, afraid of optimism because they've been burned time and time again by actual misinformation like oh this thing's going to magically go away um you know uh we didn't have a full understanding of the seasonality of it we <clears throat> you know even though some people were predicting doom and gloom some people weren't the idea that oh well wait there's actually is good news and we can believe it is now faced with complete skepticism because when you show like the israeli results looking at a- asymptomatic transmission and symptomatic transmission after vaccination with the Pfizer vaccine. They looked in healthcare workers. It was like a dramatic reduction in transmission of coronavirus with vaccines. And early on, everyone was like, well, we know that it, you know, stops some symptomatic disease in the trials, but we didn't study transmission. So what if you get vaccinated and then you can still transmit it to someone? Well, then you still have to not see your friends and hug your mom and do all that, even though you went and got vaccinated. That is the worst possible message to get someone who's already understandably nervous and skeptical about a new vaccine to go get that vaccine, right? And the idea is not to say something just to get them to get the vaccine, it's to tell the truth, which is, every single vaccine that we have has reduced the transmission of the agent that it's designed to prevent transmission of. That's what vaccines do. You can kind of just assume that that's gonna happen and then study it too, right? But just say, okay, look, you wanna open up, you wanna get back to your life, you wanna end this national and international disaster, get vaccinated. And by this point, millions of people have been vaccinated. We have not seen a strong safety signal beyond the red arm and soreness and the man flu that I got with the Moderna vaccine and the rare anaphylaxis, uh, the allergic reaction. We haven't seen a strong safety signal that makes us go, oh, this is different. You know, there's something crazy going on here. Nope, turns out it works. Turns out it's effective as in the trials. The Israelis showed that in real life and now we have the Johnson and Johnson which is a single dose and CDC is saying well if you're 2 weeks out from the from the final dose of whatever your regimen is it's if it's single dose or if it's the two dose Moderna or Pfizer you should be able to chill with your homies they still say you're not supposed to travel you're not supposed to when you're in public, you're still supposed to use the standard mitigation strategies of masking, distancing, hand washing, and following whatever rules. And look, look, I get why I get why that is. Because how are you gonna know who's vaccinated and not? And even if you're vaccinated, if you're out in the world with a ton of unvaccinated people and the prevalence of the disease is high, the vaccines aren't perfect, you could get infected, right? So I get why they're doing that. I think that's gonna change soon enough once we get a critical mass of people vaccinated. And it's gonna come sooner than we think, which I think, again, how long have we been waiting now for this to end? And when the end is in sight, it seems like there's so much gloom and doom in the public health apparatus that they just cannot message accurately, which is, it's almost over. Now, this gets to a couple of things. People who still don't trust the vaccine, and look, I think most people who don't trust the vaccine did so with good cause, especially early on. I was one of them. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. we're gonna do what in how much time and why? Now I've done multiple videos debunking myself and my own skepticism and basically saying, no, actually this is done correctly. It works great. And in fact, the new technologies, the adenovirus vector in Johnson & Johnson, the mRNA technology in the Pfizer and Moderna shots, they are transformative of how we might do vaccines in the future. We may just totally change the game for infectious diseases and even things like cancer. It's really, really, really a pivot point in the history of vaccine science. And we ought to be rejoicing. Like when when the polio vaccine came out, people were screaming from the rooftops, they canceled schools so kids could go home and celebrate. And instead with this, we're so burned, we're so fatigued, we've we've been subject to so much misinformation on all sides of the spectrum. Oh, the thing's a total hoax and it's gonna get better tomorrow. Or, oh my God, we need to cower and hide in fear forever and ever and ever and wear 27.6 masks because that's better than 27.5 masks. What I'm trying to say is this is almost over and it's over because of science. It's over because people modulate their behavior when they see hospitals filling up with people, they start to behave differently. You know, we'll ultimately see what the effect of masking and distancing ultimately was. We managed to eradicate an entire flu season through viral interference from the, from the coronavirus itself, through the maybe the masking, definitely the distancing, definitely closing the schools, which is a big vector of flu, not so much coronavirus, and through cut down in international travel because it's been a, a worldwide end of the flu season, basically, that, that th- th- let that settle in. I mean, flu affects hundreds of infects hundreds of thousands of people around the world every year, millions of people around the world and causes tons of deaths. And whatever we did for the pandemic actually had the ancillary benefit of pretty much wiping out flu. And then we learned about this new vaccine strategy. We were able to cut through the red tape and actually study it in a time when the disease is all over the place, which means it's really easy to study. Because if the disease is all over the place, you got plenty of people infected, it's easy to show benefit and reduction in harm because you have enough numbers. You don't have to take three years to show a benefit because the disease is so rare. The disease is in your face all the time. Unfortunately, too much in your face if you watch any of the news, which I don't recommend you do. Just watch me. Um, That all being said, we are now at a pivot point. We're at a time when the end is in sight. People like Dr. Marty McCary who are saying that get censored by, by Facebook. This is, by the way, that's inexcusable. Wall Street Journal wrote an editorial about why it was inexcusable. I mean, it's a, it's a political statement silencing him and Facebook should not be making political statements. Like I have 2.2 million followers on Facebook And I can scream and yell about Facebook all I want. They're not gonna listen to me. They're gonna do what they do. But the truth is it wouldn't surprise me if this very video got labeled as misinformation because I'm appropriately optimistic based on the science that I've seen so far and the scientific method and the idea that, okay, we know how these vaccines work. We have data emerging now. We have tons of people who are vaccinated. We're approaching a, I'm gonna say it, herd immunity soon because when enough Americans get vaccinated or naturally infected, there's gonna be enough um, immunity that the virus is gonna have nowhere to go. Now people will say, well, ah, but you know, Eric Fagelding on Twitter is saying that the variants are gonna kill us and it's still terrible. Okay, that guy has never touched a patient, dude, Uh, number one. Number two, he's very well-intentioned and very smart, but here's the truth. How much fear do you wanna sow versus, hey, Everybody get vaccinated. Then if there are variants, they're gonna be much less likely, first of all, to emerge because there's less viral replication. Second of all, you're going to, the the vaccines that we have already, it's not just antibody response. There's all this aspect of vaccine-induced immunity that can affect coronavirus in the real world. And I think what we're gonna see is that the variants are gonna be less of a concern, especially if we get everybody vaccinated stat. Now that brings me to so those are the like doom bait, fear-porn mongers that, you know, they're empowered by this whole thing and they just never want it to end. I really think that's the case. And then there's rank and file public health officials who get it, they know what's going on, they're trying their best to message. They have poor, they're not resourced, they get hate from the public. Dude, heart goes out to y'all because you're doing, you're doing the work, right? Now, that all being said, what about anti-vaxxers and people who really hate the vaccines and all of that? Listen, I have a ton of sympathy and I've had a billion people message me saying, hey, I was really skeptical about these vaccines with what I thought was good reasons and they were good reasons. And you, your consistent episodes where your skepticism was assuaged um, convinced me to get the vaccine. I did, I've never looked back. I feel great, this is wonderful. Now. I think we're seeing vaccine anti-vaccine sentiment drop off as we're seeing some time get away from when the earliest people were vaccinated <clears throat> nobody's growing extra arms everybody has great 5G reception um and that's just that's just the proof in the pudding and so I think for most rational people they're now looking at the vaccine going okay it's cool now there's a delusional component of people who love they, they, they've hated vaccines from the beginning. You know, these Aaron Ozolski's and Sherry Tenpenny's and um, um, John, what's his name? Robert F. Kennedy, he's not even a doctor, he's a lawyer. None of these guys are doctors, by the way, except for Tenpenny. And she's not even really a doctor um, because she's just basically selling stuff to anti-vaxxers. That's like her thing. Um, they're out there trying to sow any doubt you can. Oh, it causes sterility. Nope, made a video on that. It doesn't. Oh, you know, it's not effective. Nope, very much is. Oh, it's killing people and causing these, you know, platelet disorders and people are dying. No, that's actually not true. (laughs) When you actually look at the data, both my elderly parents are vaccinated. Me and my wife are vaccinated. Would I inject myself with a known toxin on video if I wasn't convinced that the science said that it was safe and effective? No, I wouldn't. And I certainly wouldn't want my parents to have it. So you gotta tune out that 1% or so of delusional, like you're never gonna change their minds. They're spreading informa- misinformation and and look at the websites that they're sharing with you and go, oh, you can spot the signs of misinformation, conspiracy thinking, moving goalposts to what you would convince them if they weren't true. They, they keep moving the goalposts, cherry picked um, studies and fake experts. Like, you know, some random PhD is suddenly the world's expert on vaccines. No, 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 they're just a, anti-vax kook who is getting famous doing this and maybe making money doing this too. Like Aaron made writing books about this stuff, right? The nurse who was the whistleblower in New York City. Um, so I think we can wake up. I think the spring is here. I think I've never felt so good and optimistic about where we're going, but as we reach that end zone, we can't fumble right at the end. So it means that if you're on the fence about the vaccine, watch some of our videos, see if it changes your mind. If it doesn't, listen, if you just don't wanna get vaccinated, or you've had COVID and you're like, you know what, I think I'm immune for a while. I get that, that's cool. In fact, that's pretty woke, because you're saving vaccine for people who really need it right now. Um, if you're gonna be one of those people who's, no, I'm never gonna believe this vaccine, I'm not gonna do it, whatever. Well, then the rest of us will generate the herd immunity to carry your lazy ass across into the end zone. You're still at high risk. You're at higher risk not being vaccinated, but you know, and of course there are people who can't get vaccinated right now, but that's gonna change, right? So in the meantime, you do what we've been saying to do from the beginning. Keep your distance, mask when you can't, social distance in public things, wash your hands, get tested if you have symptoms and stay home if you have symptoms, that's it. Notice I didn't say stay home, because that's the most condescending paternalistic garbage that implies that you can stay home, that you don't have a job you have to do or you're an essential worker, or that humans don't need social connection and touch and relationships like that. That is nonsense. I wonder sometimes about these Twitter armchair actual epidemiologists. I wonder if they're just not introverts who just love being alone all day. I mean, I'm one of them. I I love this pandemic for me because I don't have to travel. I don't have to glad hand anyone. I just get to talk to you guys like this. That's great for me, but it's not great for the majority of people. And they don't see a 30,000 foot view of how it affects the economy and our education and our jobs and domestic abuse and substance abuse and our, our kids. I mean, dude. So get the vaccine, wake the heck up, open the heck up, the end is at hand, that's what I think. All right, now, share this video, become a supporter on YouTube, Locals, Facebook, do Locals. Locals is the best. Just go to zdogmd.locals.com and sign up for our tribe there. You'll see, it's outstanding. Really, really, really intelligent discussion. None of the social media garbage, none of the algorithms, people are nice to each other, even when they disagree, it's great. Now, that being said, comments. Um, Suzanne Olsen says, I've been vaccinated and I'm thrilled. Dude, I'm so happy to hear it. Um, let's see. Uh, as soon as politics got involved, I don't trust it, says Diane Vienu. I mean, that's a problem. The whole thing has been politicized. Which, by the way, as we wake up to a new spring, we're gonna have to relearn how to be not assholes to each other. Because here here here's the thing. We've actually only interacted with many of our loved ones and friends and acquaintances through social media over the last year, many of us, which means we're only seeing what they post on social media, which means we're only seeing the worst side of them because either they're a political zealot because social media rewards that um, or they're so easily triggered by comments because there's no nuance, there's no body language, there's no person in front of you that we've irreparably destroyed relationships based on garbage algorithms from tech giants like Facebook that ought to know better. But of course they do know better, but it's profit. And we've all been played. So how do we unplay ourselves? Go see people in person as we open up. Make eye contact, say, you know, it really hurts that we haven't, that we kind of canceled each other on social media. That's just a game. Here's real life. We love each other. We respect our differences we have an alt-middle approach. Alt-middle simply means we see all sides, we have a stance. It may not be a center stance, it could be a polarized stance, but we respect and listen to other ideas and are swayable. In other words, we can change our mind with appropriate persuasion and evidence, and we use the scientific and rational approach to dealing with people, but we respect intention. We assume good intention in most people. Instead of assuming that the world is divided into good and evil people, which it is not that's not how the world works if you think that way you're in you you're in for a very miserable life honestly your life is gonna suck, and the lives of those around you are gonna suck by that polar that black and white duality that polarization um let's see uh My husband and I were very skeptical of a vaccine being produced so quickly, says Jamie Cook, but we both believe it was a straight up miracle. Being a doctor, he received his doses. Um, uh, oh no, it got lost. This thing scrolls so fast. Um, yeah, it, it's if you aren't skeptical of this thing, you're crazy. This is a brand new vaccine platform developed without the red tape really fast. It's like people ought to be like, wait, wait, wait. That's good, but now we're starting to really, really get get that data and go, no, this is a miracle. This is a miracle. Coronavirus, we thought you couldn't make a vaccine against coronavirus that would last at all. Now, we don't know how long the immunity lasts, but we have plenty of reason to believe it's gonna be months to years. We just don't know yet. We have to, obviously, how can you know? We haven't had vaccinated people that long yet, but we can kind of, again, kind of like, we kind of know that vaccines drop transmission of disease, even if you don't see it in a trial because you're not testing for it. Uh, You can kind of say, well, this immunity is gonna last a while because most immunity does. And then if you need booster shots, if there are variants and they escape vaccine eventually, which look, that's what mutations do eventually, well then update the vaccine, make a new booster, It's not rocket science, it's vaccine science, which was rocket science until we figured it out. Now it's vaccine science, which is just a step below rocket science. I mean, we put a amazing probe on Mars and it's doing stuff. Like that's just straight up science. And look, I'm not a reductionist. I don't think everything can be reduced to molecules and atoms and interactions and and science, but I know the role of science in the world. and. It is a magical, beautiful, wonderful, uniquely human role that we should celebrate. And that's what's gonna save us from this thing is science. It really is. Um, And our faith in ourselves as a species to get through it. And our bigger, deeper connection to each other, which has to be reasserted as we open up. All right, that's all I have to say. Please again, share the video. I love you guys, and we are out. Peace. Become a subscriber. Click the subscribe button, then right to the right of his little bell. Hit that bell, yeah! You get notifications, never miss any of our stuff. I love you guys, we out. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just gotta ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe.